Hey, Warriors, welcome back to the Move Forward podcast. I am your host, Michelle Wolf, and today you have clicked on an episode with the beautiful Dana Ruby Martin. She stops by once a week. She's my co host here, and I love having her here to chat with. Today, we're t- chatting all about communication within your relationship. So, we're answering a listener's question about this topic. I find that it's a really important conversation to have because communication is key when you want to have a good relationship in any relationship, whether it's with your boss, your friends, your families, your partner. It's such a beautiful thing when you can understand how to communicate properly with each individual person because everybody likes to communicate a little bit differently, but most importantly to have that communication, to be able to speak speak freely, um, use your words, express what it is that you need and what you want. Such a valuable thing to have so that you're not holding on to those things and that can cause resentment in the future. So. Love this conversation, such a valuable one. And just remember that it takes time. If, if anything that I have learned over the years, it's that time helps with learning, learning how to communicate better, learning how to fight better, just learning how to be able to express what it is that we need and what we want better with each person that we have in our life. All right, guys, so enjoy this episode. And if you do, please head on over to Apple Podcasts. I believe you can also go on over to Spotify now and leave us a review. We're going to be having some more giveaways coming up soon. So if you want to get your name in there already, if you haven't left us a comment already, please head on over there to do that and you will be entered into our next giveaway. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Dana, Ruby, Martin, welcome back to the Move Forward Podcast. I love when you to me Michelle <laughs> I feel like you that's the tone it makes me want to like shim shimmy <laughs> this is me in the morning I love it I'm always a little singer by the end of the day I'm like oh my god go to bed people <laughs> different human it's nine o'clock and I'm like oh my gosh it's so late I need to get to bed now <laughs> I love it I love it oh my god so what's going on girl what is happening in your household? We've got four online. We've yep. got one little one who is extremely excited that her siblings are home. Oh, I bet. Oh my gosh. I saw this thing, Jay, Jay Shetty. Jay, yep. yes. Shetty. Yep. He posted uh, a reel of a little girl running down the street yes. to embrace her three brothers coming home from school. And they like flung their backpacks off to the ground and they all like, bent down to her tiny little toddler level and scooped her up and like the love was just so enormous that situation is exactly what's going on in my house right now like Vera just adores having her siblings home so it's really quite beautiful actually and do they adore her just as much oh my gosh they just love her to bits and pieces like if there's like a show and tell period they're like oh let me bring Vera online like they're just like so enamored by her it's really it's been really nice for her that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's really great. Cute. And you got some people to help take care, not take care of her, but like to like entertain her and, and like oh, have yeah. fun with like, her. I mean, I'm able to have a shower girlfriend. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, mommy's having a shower and the door is locked. What's the um, longest? Mommy, we don't hear the shower going. That's because I'm meditating. I thought you were showering. Well, then I'm going to meditate first. <laughs> Do they come to the door often? Knock, knock, knock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But unfortunately, like the whole locking of the bathroom door is a bit of an exaggeration because it broke. Oh shoot. Very early on because, you know, 
when you're a mama, like there is no privacy. There are like magnets. If I have to go to the bathroom, they're literally all in there. (laughs) It's just the reality. So I have to say I'm having a shower because for some reason they're not all in there. But if I'm like going to the bathroom, forget it. (laughs) They are. Isn't that funny? Oh, kids are weird. They're so fun. Aren't they so fun? Oh my gosh. So fun. Oh my gosh. I love it. Um, what are you guys doing? What are we doing? We, yep. Homeschool, having a good time. Um, I I say that it's, it's kind of like, we're trying not to be bored. I want to say that's the thing. It's like, okay. Every day I wake up and I'm like, okay, what can we do? That's new, fun and different. We're doing a lot of skating. Oh, that's great. We luckily have a rink an outdoor rink slash, um, a trail in our area. So they have a Zamboni for the trail. So it's like really nice. It's not very busy. It's like, it's amazing. Cause all the kids are on the, on the ice rink with their hockey sticks. So then the actual trail is pretty empty for us. There's, there's lots of families, but like, it's not as busy as other places that we've been. It's so nice. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, so good. Yeah. So we've been doing a lot of that. I will say, um, one of my things that I've all is always kind of on my intentional list is to connect with nature more. Mm-hmm. So for walks, doing all the outdoor things, and you definitely would find if you got a puppy, it would even escalate that connection even more because we're literally outside like every 20, 40 minutes. Cause we're trying to like train her to go to the bathroom outside and it's lovely. I feel like you're trying to tell me to get a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> You're hinting I, it again. I'm hinting it again. I just think it would be such a great decision for your family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're loving it. <laughs> Wigging the tail, getting excited. <laughs> and also the foot, does, does yours like to like cuddle? Oh my gosh. She's a snuggler. She like will crawl up always on the left side and like put her head right on my heart all the time. Oh my god! It's the cutest situation. Mm. And then, you know, like me being basically a wet nurse for 13 years because I've been nursing all my kids. Uh I'm still nursing Vera. And I had this thought because the moment she came to the door, like we had her delivered by my cousin because my aunt is like a registered Bichon breeder. So my cousin brought her to the door and she was like all so tiny and little and shaking scared. And I like reached into his arms and like picked her up and like touched noses with her. Mm. And within minutes, her like little tail was wagging so hard. And I was like, maybe she thinks I'm her mama because I smell like milk. <laughs> like, Possible. Be able to smell that. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so cool. They're just the coolest. I love oh animals. Yeah, me too. We need one right now more than ever. Yep. 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 We'll get one. We need to get one. It's probably time. (laughs) Neil doesn't know yet, but we'll figure that out later. Um, okay. We, we have a question here. Would you like a question? Yes. Let's hear the question. Okay. So this question says for the past few months, my husband and I are not communicating as well as I would like. We seem to avoid the conversations that should be had. I don't want to be that wife who bickers all the time, but I know that we need to communicate if we are going to improve our relationship. What do you find works for your relationships when the communication isn't so great? Oh, do you guys have good communication? Are you guys good talkers? I would say, I mean, we've been married now for coming up 18 years. And so it's had its ebbs and flows for sure. 
And I would say like right now we're at like a really good communicative state, but we have definitely been in periods where like it was hard, Mm -hmm. very challenging. So for sure. You know what I was just thinking too, this is off beat. What I love about coming and doing this podcast, but what also maybe makes me a little bit sweaty is that I never know what the questions are going to be coming into it. So like, I'm literally like on my feet here. (laughs) There's like, just so the listeners know, there's like no preparation for any of this for me. Like I'm literally just sitting with this question for the very first time. Would you like preparation? I can send you the questions. No, this is, I like this because I think it's part of my growth, right? Like this is what I need and it's amazing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Would you say you and Neil are good at communicating? So same thing. We've definitely had ebbs and flows where like, sometimes the the communication is incredible. I'd say that we definitely need to work on a few things. Like our communication is pretty good for most things, but I feel like it's like when there's, um, like I'd say also because of with like homeschooling, there's no time, like there's not a lot of time that we're alone. And so we don't have as much time to work out or to talk over certain things. So yeah, so communication typically is pretty good, but I'd say right now we need a little bit of work on that. Yeah. And I would add to that too, like, because we have so many kids. (laughs) Exactly. Jeff and I, we've had to learn how to navigate around that because there are some conversations and topics that you just, Mm -hmm. you you really don't want everyone listening in on and coming up with their own interpretations of what you're saying and, and whatever. But as a result, like, because we don't get a lot of alone time, it's turned into this situation where it's just like an open book. Like we just have to do it in front of the kids all the time. And I think that that's brought a new level of respect to the table because we know everybody's listening anyways. Interesting. I yeah. like that. See, I've yeah. been avoiding. Yeah, a little bit mindful. And, you know, this is something so when we had our first, second, third, maybe we still did a lot of the conversations when they would go to bed. But now we're just like, no, like they need to see that parents are going to have disagreements. They need to see how we work through it. They need to see that yes, sometimes you might get a little upset. It's okay. Emotions pass. So I think that having the hard conversation sometimes with the kids nearby is kind of healthy. Mm. Yeah. I like that idea. We definitely don't have a lot of the conversations when Sarah's around, but she learns so much from us. Like it blows my mind what she says after something has been said or done or the way I do something. So yeah, you're right. They learn from how we're even communicating together. Yeah. And I would say like, there were a lot of times earlier in our marriage where I would be like, no, Jeff, we're not talking about this right now because I knew it wasn't going to be a good example. The way. Yeah. That we weren't at that place where it was going to be a somewhat amicable conversation with respect. We knew it wasn't going to be there. So I was not going to let it happen in front of the kids. So I think that that's a great thing to bring up. So with it being so long that you guys have been together, you've learned how to fight, how to argument. Yeah. And that's not to say all the time. It's awesome. Forget that. No, sure. (laughs) that's, that's not like how it always is, but for the most part, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. 
what do you find has helped you? Like, or the, the way that you guys communicate, is it like one person usually caves? Is it that you're both listening? Well, like what is something that you feel like has shifted from like when you first met to like where you are now? Hmm. Well, I mean, I think I've always been a very good listener and that's just like what I'm wired for. Like as a therapist, I'm just wired to be a good listener and to communicate my feelings. And Jeff wasn't brought up that way. So his experience of communicating was much different. In fact, like didn't really feel comfortable communicating. And so once you know what your partners are bringing into the relationship and you really understand it, it can put you at a different place of empathy. But I think I swung so far to the empathy side that I then closed off my own communication because I didn't want him to feel disrespected. And then, you know, as time went on, I was like, wait a second, this isn't good for me. Like I need to be able to voice how I feel irregardless of how he's going to react. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, I've been there. It's so funny. I feel like my situation is very similar to what you just said. And I think a lot of couples go through that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. What would you say? You know, like, I think, what would you say? Um, for the question, again, going back to the question, what do you find works for your relationship when the communication isn't going so great? Um, it's, it's so tricky. There's so many different things you can do. Like I was trying to think of like, would you, would I suggest therapy? We haven't done therapy together. So I probably wouldn't suggest that like personally, but I do think that that would be very valuable. Yeah. Um, I'd like to go just to, just to go, just to find a, like a really good way to communicate. Um, yeah, I think it's just being really open with like what you want and what you need and being good to yourself, like coming back to yourself again. And then, um, I don't know. It's so tricky. I'm like lost for words. Cause it's so tricky for each person. I feel like That's so um, it is really different for each person, but I do think that don't give up on it. Like I think yeah. communication is such an important thing. And when you're not communicating properly, you're not able to express what you need for yourself, mm-hmm. for your relationship. Um, and so I do believe it's so important to continue to try. So if it's because like maybe one of you isn't interested in talking because it doesn't feel comfortable, like maybe look into that, like see what that is all about. Dive deeper into that. Maybe somebody needs to do some work around that. Or maybe it's that um, the way that the communication is coming ab- about, like maybe the way that you're speaking to each other isn't feeling comfortable for somebody. Maybe somebody feels threatened or, yeah. you know, so there's, there's different things that are typically going on. Like you mentioned, your partner wasn't maybe um, used to communicating same with my partner. They never communicated with family in the way that I would like to communicate. And so it's learning that it's, it's, it's a whole new realm of how to communicate. Um, but it can be done. It's just a matter of like being open to it and trying it. Um, I think being patient and, and just, yeah, continuing the conversation of trying to have the conversation, I guess. It's a really respectful, you know, like if you're in a moment where it's heated and it's really intense, like that's maybe not the best time, but like if you're in like this more relaxed state where everyone feels comfortable, maybe that's the time to start introducing the topic that you're having troubles bringing up. So, you know, I I do really like that piece of information. That is one thing I used to be, I used to retaliate quite a bit, um, with the communication. However, 
Um, now I've learned that I just need to step away for a minute, even if it's just for two yes. minutes, I literally remove myself from the circle, the situation, and I just take a breath and then I come at it with a clearer mind. So that would absolutely be, um, an idea that I would give for anybody yeah, yeah. who's trying to learn how to improve the communication. Yeah. And something that like worked really well for me is I, I just started having this like mantra in my head that I was going to speak my truth, even if it made my voice shake. And I was going to speak my truth, even if it made my voice shake, because I mean, once you really understand yourself, you can be an even better communicator because mm -hmm. you know where you're coming from and you understand what your fears are and you understand where your vulnerabilities lie. And then you can really be courageous and brave, but you kind of have, for me, I had to get to this place of really understanding what my needs were mm. to be able to communicate them from a place of love versus a place of fear. And so I just like kept saying to myself, okay, speak my truth. Even if my voice shakes, I'm not responsible for someone's response to what I have to say. I'm responsible for speaking my truth. So I just need to speak my truth in all situations. And so that's kind of embedded into how I operate now during conversations, like not even just with my partner, but with everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. And there's lots of moments where it would be so much easier to just be like, oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> but no, that's not, that's not helping me grow as a person. It's not helping the relationship blossom. You know, it's, I feel like having hard conversations and, and are the most important ones. And that hard conversation that you ignore comes back again and yeah. again and, and again. again and yeah. again. So it's like, just have the conversation. Yeah. Even if it makes your voice shake, even if you makes your voice shake and oh, your and body you sweat. Yeah. And actually, here's another thing too, that I did early on in our marriage. Um, I would write him letters. Mm -hmm. Me too. I would write letters. I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to write the letter because then he's not going to misinterpret anything. Yep. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I will say one thing with that was being intentional about having it be a positive message, like a letter rather than it being like reaming on them. Yeah. And like the grade seven, did you ever do grade seven lion's quest? No. Okay. This is like then for people like in my immediate area that might be listening. So lion's quest was this program that was released for the seven and eights way back. I mean, I'm 42 and they, they really taught you about the, I feel statements. So you're not so much being like, you did this to me. You are this like, so you're stepping out of blame and you're really in the responsibility. Like I feel sad when that word is used towards me, or I feel really scared when you storm out of the room and don't speak to me for days or whatever the situation is, right. You really bring it to a place of like, again, love, like, this is how I feel. I'm not saying you're doing this. This is just how I feel right now. Right. Yeah. I, I feel statements. I really like that because the the next, the, the person, your partner is going to take that in and be like, Oh, that's why you're yeah. you know, acting like that. Or, or that yeah. we're having this conversation is because you feel this way, not because of me being the bad guy. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It kind of, yeah. It takes the ownership off of them. Yeah. Removing blame, like get blame language needs to leave. Even if they are the one to blame, just kidding. <laughs> Absolutely. Even if they are, even if they are. But you're to blame if you haven't spoke your truth about what your boundaries are. 
So there's where you got to flip that into responsibility. Like I'm not the victim here. Am I allowing myself to be a victim? Because if I'm not speaking my truth, I'm allowing myself to be a victim. You got it. Yeah. Oh girl. Part of that was for me. (laughs) That's for me too. It's for all us girls. Girl power. The future female. (laughs) Your face when you said that. Was it hilarious? I can't see my face. (laughs) You can't see your face? I'm looking at your face. My face is like this little teeny icon, right? Are you on the phone or the computer? I'm on the computer. Oh my gosh. I have you. I have you full. I have you full, but me like just a tiny little icon. Oh, sorry. No, I have us both full. We're both together. Gosh, like I did not know you could do that. Oh yeah, girl. I'll teach you. I'll teach you. Oh, girlfriend. Okay, I'm pulling us a card. <laughs> Pull us a card. We are pulling from the animal spirit oracle again today. Which I will say, I have a much stronger connection with the other deck that I usually pull from, but let's just see here what we get. Hey, I like the last one. We had that last round and I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do really like it too. I have another deck too, crystals, which I love, but I've misplaced it. Mm. And so it's where the lost things are and it'll come up when I stop looking for it. <laughs> Don't you love how that happens? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. We had some slime, some putty, some putty around here that was missing in a cloud container. And this putty was being blamed by me for throwing it out. And not like <laughs> I was being blamed for throwing it out. And I said, listen, I know I didn't throw that out. I throw a lot of things out, but I did not. Well, I need to get a new one. You're going to buy me a new one? No. Uh-uh. Sure enough, it was right where it was left. Right? <laughs> not where it belonged, of course. Definitely not where it belongs. And it has a nice little home. I've gotten it. A, I've gotten a beautiful container with a lid and even, even labeled. <laughs> Wasn't there. That's why it was missing. Just saying. Yep. Okay. I have pulled that spirit. This is, uh, I love this card. Bat Can you say spirit. what it is again? Bad spirit? Bat, bat spirit. Bat so, like, whoo, like wings, bat? Blood sucking bat spirit. <laughs> okay. I just have to tell you one thing. I lived in Australia for a couple of years and they have bats that are fox bats. So it's literally a fox, a bat that is the size of a fox. And we lived, <laughs> we lived around, we lived, I can't even get it out. I'm laughing so hard on the bat path. The bats would literally leave the cave, you know, from one part of the city in Sydney to go all the way downtown to the water, to like the main park down by the Harbor every single day, and then go back home to the cave every single night. I was the bat cave. I lived right I was, I was not the bat cave. I was right in the highway of the bat cave, literally over my head. And I had a balcony and it was incredible every single day, but their wings are so long that their two wings can hit the hydro poles, stop the hydro wires and be zapped because you can't hit both wires, right? Or you're electrocuted. So they would literally like, whoo, and they'd go in between and you'd find them on the ground, like fried. They're that that big. Oh my gosh. That big. That's massive, massive. And there's hundreds of them. Like, that's like, hello, I'm living in Jurassic park. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, this, this is a big sign for you then, because a birth is reassured Mm. is assured. So when that spirit shows up, it's all about a new birth of something. Okay. 
So I'm going to read it. All right. This is a great card. Sounds great to me. After something has run its course and died or been released, finished, surrendered, completed, or ended, there is a promise of a new beginning. Rebirth is assured just as night gives way to dawn and the bat emerges from the darkness of the womb-like cave. Bat spirit has come to remind you that this rebirth is a miraculous one for the very best elements of what you had to give up in the death of the old are still present in this new amazing life forming now. This is the miracle and magic of rebirth in every aspect of your life, including the rebirth of faith in your ability to establish new and healthy relationships. That spirit reminds you that at present you are unknown territory and may feel as if you are lost. However, you are called to trust that your intuition will be a reliable guide as you give birth to something new and unfamiliar. That spirit has listened to the darkness of night and has heard all your hopes and dreams, your fears and worries, and assures you that this new version of your dream, this move from dark into light from loss to found and death to rebirth comes to fruition with love at its core. That spirit asks you to trust that what seems to have died is actually shape-shifting into something even more meaningful and wondrous than before. If you feel you are in the dark, know that come morning all will be revealed and that things will be in a new form that is right for you. Ooh, I feel like that was great for our question. So good. Mm, and me <laughs> and me I feel like I want to take it on every time that was for me thank you yeah that was so good yeah oh. a rebirth is assured mm-hmm. I'll take it okay so tell me, tell we've, me got, your we've got a quote by Abraham Hicks mm. Abraham says the entire universe is conspiring to give you everything that you want speak your truth speak your truth baby what do you want? What do, what do you want? And sometimes when we get something that we don't really want, it's going to give us what we want, just in not the form that you want it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like having communication problems. Sometimes it's like, seriously, why is this happening? Well, it's because you want more love. Well, it's because yeah. you want a better relationship. And how do you get there? By learning, by going through yeah. These things of learning how to communicate better and to love more and all of that. All of it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, so good. Beautiful. All right, girl. Thank you so much for joining us again today. Enjoy the rest of your beautiful day <laughs> at home. Cozy, cozy. <laughs> I love you look so cozy, cozy. Oh, so cozy. I'm going to yeah. make a reel. I'm going to make some reels. Ooh, fun. Okay. You have fun with that. Talk I you love soon. you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.